Hello, beautiful people. It's Derek Walker here on Derek Discussions, Back and Better Than Ever by popular demand to give you real talk on real things, this time about the Congo. Okay, guys, so the topic today is the conflict that the Congo region is facing. Alright, so to give you guys a little background on the Congo, the Congo is a region, a part of Africa, that's in the center of the continent. And culturally, they're male-dominant and have poor health facilities and are underdeveloped, mainly because of previous colonization as well as the rebellions that they face today. Today, we are going to be diving a little bit deeper into the roots and origins of the conflict in the Congo to make sure that we're not providing a single story of it being just a war-torn area. So one of the main conflicts in the Congo is its rebellions and wars that they've been facing that's taken many lives. However, the media only shows just that, how many wars and rebellions there are and where they are, showing the world that the Congo and Africa as a whole is just a war-torn place. However, that's not necessarily true. The Congo doesn't have rebellions just to have them. Just like any other place that would have a rebellion, there's a reason and purpose behind them. In the Congo region, specifically, one of the main factors that contributes to their rebellions are actually because of race, specifically ethnicity. Now, I know what you're thinking. If they live in Africa, aren't they African? Well, while that's technically true, it's only because Africa is a continent encompassing many diverse countries and diverse people. So that would just be insinuating that they're all the same when technically they're not. To get into detail, the reason behind the rebellions in the Congo is because of the Rwandan people migrating to the Congo region and kind of taking the jobs of the people that already lived in the Congo. People feel prejudiced towards them because of that, but the thing is they are victims as well. They were actually fleeing Rwanda, their home country, because of the civil war that's happening between the Hutu and Tutsis. All they were doing was escaping from, well, war, but they are also being shunned and hated upon by the people of the Congo for occupying the space and taking the jobs that they have there available. But that's just not all that there is to it. You see, the Congo's government really isn't all that great, especially towards its treatment of the people, as the people have been petitioning to their government to help alleviate the migration of Rwandans into the Congo because they're taking the jobs that are barely available for the people there. And because the government wouldn't help to alleviate the situation or try to go into Rwanda to help them basically move back and like stop the civil war that's happening over there, they're just letting it happen. And because of that, the citizens of the Congo decided to take things into their own hands and created these rebellions to basically kill them, threaten them, and scare them off to make them go back. Because of these rebellions, People who moved from Rwanda many, many years ago who have been living in the Congo for practically, I guess, generations, they're being hunted and targeted too because of their distinct features that they can recognize, even though they've been living there for God knows how long. But just because of the tension that's going on between them, it doesn't matter who you are or how long you've been there. If you're Rwandan, you're bad. One example being Sandra Uwiringimana who is the author of How Dare the Sun Rise, a memoir of her time experiencing the rebellion as a child before she moved to America. Now, her family has lived in the Congo region well before she was even born, and she considers herself Congolese. 
But because of the migration of the Rwandans and the tension building up leading to the rebellion, she was faced with prejudice too, simply because of her heritage. Later in life, Uwiring Yimana did try to help better the lives of the people in the Congo and to stop the rebellions, meeting up with Princess Mathild, a member of the royal family that used to colonize her country, as well as Barack Obama in the White House, to get recognition and support to help stop the rebellions that were happening in the Congo. Same with Jean Marco, a member of the Mercy Corps who actively goes in and helps better countries, especially if they're going through times of rebellions and strife. She believed that the UN only focuses their attention on big things such as like the Holocaust to help go in and alleviate and stop the situation. But with smaller things, kind of like what's happening in the Congo with their lesser death tolls, they just go in trying to alleviate the situation rather than stopping it, which is what the Mercy Corps and Jean Marco is trying to do as well as Sandra and Yumana to help stop the single story that the Congo region is just all about war. Another single story in the Congo is that women are uneducated and treated as things by men. Part of the reason for the treatment of the women in the Congo is because of the culture that they have there. Being male dominant, men are more focused on and have higher education because women are just seen as objects in order to have children. Because of this culture in the Congo, women are treated in very little regard, not nearly receiving as much education as a man, and even if she ends up do receiving that education, she'll be looked down upon almost as if it was taboo that she was smart. Women's worth in, well, Congo culture isn't based on how smart she is or what she can do, it's about how fertile she is. How many children she has determines her worth in Congo society. Because women are treated in such little regard, rape is a common thing that happens among them. Uh, one specific reason that happens quite frequently is because, say a man would want to marry a specific woman, but she doesn't want to marry him back. She'd, he'd actually kidnap her and rape her in order to forcibly make her marry him. And she would say yes because... The shame would be too great for her if her family ever found out and she'd run away with him, or she would feel too dirty and felt as if she needed to be married with him. Although Sandra Uwiringimana does confirm that this single story is present in the Congo, her very own parents are the ones who help her challenge that. Her father, who was also, if you didn't know, a man, actually told her education is the best thing that could possibly happen to her and she should always further improve it, something a man wouldn't tell a woman to do. Also, her mother being her role model, who is the very embodiment of what her father was talking about. She received a higher education and is actually smarter than her husband. In fact, her husband's father didn't even want to marry them together because of her knowledge. Uwiringimana even met up with her previous colonizer, Princess Mathild, in order to help educate women in the Congo. Another organization that challenges the Congo's beliefs that women shouldn't receive a higher education and should only be used to have many children is the Gender-Based Violence and Pre Prevention Project, which actually set up safe zones and facilities of better health care, education, and transportation for women and young girls. Women, by giving them equal opportunity as a man by receiving higher education and showing them that they are more than what their culture teaches them to be further challenging the single story. In this project, I've come to understand everything is not as it seems. The Congo may seem as if it's a war-torn place, but it's much, much deeper than that. With the weak government that they have, 
The people are upset about things such as the Rwandans migrations and taking of the jobs that they barely have. And they form these rebellions to inspire change the government isn't even attempting to do. And women are educated. They are just a part of a society that is trying to belittle them and prevent their learning. So while the country might seem to be in disarray, it's just all of people wanting change in a different life for themselves. And they are lashing out because it's the only thing that makes a change or gets noticed. Well, that's all I have to say about this. I hope you like the podcast. Comment down below, like, and subscribe. See you next time on Derek Discussions.